Yeah, people weren't into fucking when you were young, bro. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. Ow. Every day I'm fucking, 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 fucking. Ow. Every day? No. Every day I was gonna I'm say buckling, that's... buckling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me when we were, we were walking out? And after I told the kids, they asked me if they were going to shovel all that snow off the yard, the one kid was... Busting the ice with the ice thing, and I look at him and I go, Busting up a ship. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why, we were, that's why we were that. We had singing that tune stuck in our head. You can't see that, Mr. B. He's brown. You can't <laughs> say that to him. Oh, no. Shift, can't say shift room? You can't say shift <laughs> No one ever gave me nothing. How long have you been recording for, bro? Uh, 47 seconds. <clears throat> yeah, tickle my throat. <laughs> I think it's chip dust. You got chip dust? You got chip dust. I'm sorry! And my fucking tea. Chocolate dust! My fucking cold beverage of tea is gone. I gotta. Oh, you bumped bumped the table. Yeah, I get some fucking water. Chip dust throat. (laughs) Your chip dusted throat. That's obviously my throat, Blair. Well, not our Uh, best opening ever. Definitely not our our worst. Yeah, definitely not the worst, though. That's very. I don't know what was said. The 45 seconds before that, so. Yeah, I don't even know. Were we talking about sh- shiffer robes? Yeah, there was something about it busting up a shiffer robe. Mm. Every day I told him our neighbor kid. Every, yeah, every, oh, yeah, every day Mr. B was fuckling. That's what, yeah. that's what we <laughs> opened with. Fuckle limpa. Then chip dust. Well, wasn't that song popular like six years ago? For like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Let's see how... Look at the look at the audio file waves, bro. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, hang on, let's hear how how bounces up. Ooh, that was probably a nice spike. That was a that was a, that a was clean nice spike snap. Yeah, from a blender bot. It's, it's a bot. Oh. Why is it a bot? Oh, oh bot short for bottle. oh blender bot hole. I was like, take, the, take a breath at the weird spot. Can you lift it up so I can see what that is real quick? That's very James Hetfield of you. That looks like a sippy cup. It looks like it's like oh I gotta no, I gotta drink my I have it at home. It's got a little cup. it's got a little you know, you ball that can go in here. Daddy get if you put like different juices and lemons and whatever, you shake it up, it moves around. Oh juices! But and I lemons. left the Wait. ball at home. Oh, how you many fool. Di- how many different kinds of lemons you put in there? Six. You absolute fool! <laughs> name the ball at name home. every single different kind of lemon. Lemon. Mm. Ice lemon. Pink lemon. No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Brown lemon, old lemon, new lemon, lemonparty.org. Lemonparty.org. Everybody well, knows. It can't be, a, can't be a lemon party without a couple of dicks. No, everybody knows with, that pink no, lemonade without, comes without, 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 without old dick. Without old dick. Without old dick, yeah. I just love that. Party without old dick. It was like a three-season bit. That, that's the whole reason she chose the name. Then you introduce her parents, and his name was Dick Lemon. Dick and then lemon. it was like his third appearance, and all of a sudden... Wouldn't be a lemon party without old dick. dick. <laughs> Tina Fey. She's in for the long game. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot Myers' lemon. Oh, shit. <sighs> There's seven. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Oh, did you guys hear about Alex Trebek? What? Yeah. He's got stage four pancreatic cancer. Trebek, no! Apparently, you're But there's still pedophiles that are perfectly healthy. What the fuck, world? We're we're not here to debate that. That's really no. I'm saying, but why? I'm saying, why can't why can't that ball cancer go to them? Pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. Sorry. You think your pancreas is in your testicles? No, no. For some reason, I was thinking he had testicular cancer. That's Lance Armstrong, and that cheating son of a bitch is still alive. (laughs) What if Alex Trebek had? He just cheated at cycling. I'm sure everyone was juicing too. Well, yeah, he's not a petty. I'm pretty sure. Didn't they say? Excuse me. That it, uh, if you don't count the people who've since been disqualified due to, to doping. Yeah, like, like no winners? No, it was like the same guy won like everything the last few years and he was like 10th place. Right. So yeah, doping is pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. The most entertaining year in baseball was Mark yeah, Alex and Sammy Sosa back and forth. The, the guy has his video... Telling everyone that he had cancer had he had he had hit like a champ the most fucking class I've ever seen like and he's like I'm gonna keep working yeah as he's like just, what do you say he goes because I still have three years left on my contract yeah. is that like that yeah. <laughs> wow yeah the guy the guy is just a, just a fucking class act this is this is a joke and it's a, it's poor time to word it because I. I feel uh-huh. I don't mean this as insulting go on but I'm I'm bracing myself oh god no. Because if you can't yeah, usually go through chemotherapy and stuff and yeah. you lose hair you sometimes. Lose hair. Yeah. What if he loses the mustache? <laughs> I mean, he's got to do what he's got to do, but that'll look weird. He doesn't have a mustache right now. He doesn't? I haven't no. watched in a while. Well, then never mind. No. I guess it's already weird. weird. I guess it's already weird. Uh, it's the first thing I thought when he said he had cancer. I assumed it was cancer of the upper lip. <sighs> Pretty sure. Stiff um, upper lip. Easy. I think when you, have, when you get diagnosed with cancer at that stage and when you're like at the age he is, I think they probably just kind of. They don't think Let they try go. to. I don't think they try to chemo. I think they just try to make sure that he's comfortable. I mean, that's what I would probably do. Yeah, stage four, especially at that age. Yeah, that's. I think he's just gonna quiz the cancer out of himself. He's just yeah. Force it into a corner, and they're just gonna. It's gonna excrete itself out I of his mean, body. With his how emotions. old is he? Like he's 70, in the seventies. Mm. He just looks really good. Yeah. He's aged very well. What is his 70s? Was... Fuck, sorry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no end. No end. Uh, it was Wheel of Fortune, but yeah. yeah that's right. Anyways, um, how's, how's everyone doing? Good, I got chip dust in my throat. Mr. B's got chip dust. You mentioned the chip dust a so couple times. Letting people know if I have a coffin fit like Donald, he's getting a tarot re- reading. <laughs> chip dust. <laughs> chip uh, dust. I think you, you've got... Is it chip dust, though? <laughs> no, it's lemon juice. Oh, okay. I think you got to wake up pretty early to have a coughing fit more more intense than that one. Wake up at 520. 520? Really? That's when I wake up. Good yeah. God. The what one... time do you guys have to be to work? 630. Six. Oh, gross. i got to let the dogs out and feed the cats, feed the dogs. Oh. Fucking drive to work. When do you get off work? Three. Oh, okay. So that's nice. Two. I work 10 to 7. It's pretty fucking great. Get up at 830. I start work at 8.30. Gross. It's not that gross. Oh, okay. You have to work with kids, so gross. It's not that Pro gross. But Blair... It's just the one pro I, I don't. I just... I don't see the draw in kids. Why do people want kids? I don't get it. They're fucking... They're, they're gross germ factories. So, we're, so is everybody and everything. Yeah. No, mostly kids. Yeah. They're bad, but... 
so they're kind of animals, funny. and so are, yeah, they're they can be fun and funny. Come on now. Mm, yeah, they can be funny, but besides that, what's the draw? And I had you my, can you can watch kids being funny on YouTube. I was drinking my Red Bull in the morning. Oh my god! And, and a kid took it and chugged it. No, prolapsed his We were outside for the first time in a long time because you know it'd been so fucking cold for a while. You don't just we, put the kids outside for three, four hours. No, we don't. We don't get to winter? freeze them. We don't get to freeze them. But we got outside, and he was like, "Blair." You should come chase me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this, though. I'm going to finish my Red Bull. And he Good goes, thing you started Blair! off by saying you work yeah. at a school with kids. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, this kid told me to chase him. He goes, Blair, put down your beer and chase me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working. Wow. I want to know what that kid's home life is like. Why does he think every beverage I think is a beer? I think it, anything in a can? I think his dad drinks a lot his of dad beer. His dad probably drinks, probably, dad probably drinks a lot of beer. Yeah. Fucking... There's a lot of packs. You gotta keep an eye. Yeah, on I also get the dad sounded like a Coors kind of guy. No, because Coors have the tall Rocky boys. Mountain. I don't fucking know. I think every beer has tall boys. Every every, every like American beer. So I got my my Red Bull tall tall boys. So. His, his dad does a lot of Edward Forty hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't recommend Edward Forty. I was going to can't say parent. darts, but Edward but Forty, Edward 40 hands, hands. It is. I don't recommend it. I get real sick. My liquor's gross. Rocket fuel malt liquor. Damn. Oh. Did, you, did you take off your socks? Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden I saw bundled yeah. up socks in his hand and I, I was like, okay. I thought he just had extras. I stepped in something slightly wet and there's a tiny wet spot on my sock that was uh, driving that was, that me fucking insane. Hey, uh, let's do a uh, cookie sock roundup. Oh, I, showed, yeah. I showed mine earlier. They were like, like the St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's Day socks. I'm saving my St. Paddy's Day ones for tomorrow. Two shades of blue Blair. wool. Got this comes on like two I, I've weeks. got Don't blue and gold argyle. Oh, shit. Blair, Blair, show us your socks. Blair has basic ass bitch socks. I have basic ass white socks because I, I have a. Um, and ones? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blair, guns and roses. Use your illusion. I have. Uh, I have. Fucking break the fourth wall. <laughs> I have a uh, an ingrown toenail on mm. my. My big toe that mm. bleeds every once in a while. I don't want to mm. get my cool socks. You had that for a long time. I had one for a long time too. Excited, and then Both I just went and got it taken out. Like I fucking yeah. I money. Need to do mine that. Was How much like, was mine that? Was like, Did insurance cover that? <laughs> very minimal. Okay. It cost me like four hundred dollars after insurance. Okay. But I felt better, and they took. I, I paid four hundred dollars to get took out of this. It, it was like it was like an inch long, and they put it in a little jar for me. Let me take it home. God, I should have. Do what? Yeah, they put in a little jar for me and let me take it home. It was like an inch long. Yeah, the doctor I, said it was the biggest one he's ever pulled out. I can feel, I can feel it under my skin. Yeah, it's like it's probably. Like that. Take, I could feel it was on that a big. That explains so much about the person right you are, there. Mr. B. I can feel knowing mine right there. Have, yeah, yeah, you, you can you feel it on the underside of your toe. A toenail in a jar and that just shaped the human being. And I didn't. Okay. And I didn't ask him too. He's I like, can't. he pulled it out and said, "No, I would insist. you like?" He's like, he goes, "Would you like to take this home?" And I was like. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, So sure. does it just, like, they just numb it, cut it open, and rip it out? Yeah, yeah. they just, they just give it a little, they didn't even, so they, just, they just, like, freeze it with almost, like, dry ice, kind of. Oh, nice. Freeze it, pull it out, you you can feel it slide through the skin, but it doesn't right, hurt. I've had that procedure done, like, three or four times in my life, and the, the, before the last time, the doctor said, all right, if it grows back again, we're just gonna have to take the nail, because. Yeah. And now I got a gross mongoloid nail, but yeah. it doesn't get affected anymore. So no, I had my, I, I gotta do something I like, about it. I waited like it's... six months, if not more, before I finally just did it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's four hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah, no. Just... Next time, next time we go to Canada, fucking hurt your foot. We'll have to go. And... Yeah, yeah. I mean, some days it doesn't hurt at all. Some days it's like three days. But uh, you'll get it done. But yeah, fucking stupid nails. Yeah, you'll be in the waiting room for three days, but well, yeah, then it'll, it'll be out. You, you go to a lot of Canadian waiting rooms. Yeah. 
That's what I hear. If it's not a dire emergency, yeah. you gotta wait a while. Yep. That's fine. Like, if you're bleeding out and gonna die, I think they rush you, but get it rushed, because you, you gotta rush. fill out a form. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's this all about? Yeah. Oh, you come oh, out to our country just to, there. Just to oh, take, well, we're not take advantage of our there. medicine? Oh, well, geez, you're bleeding out. I, oh, we're not going to let you die there. Why don't you come on back? You know what they do to, for the pain? To, to bite on something? Then you bite on a ketchup chip. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> fucking... No, oh, I'll just, pay the four hundred bucks. I, I, I just changed my mind about socialized medicine. Good <laughs> God! Yeah, they they, 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 can't, they spare no expense. They get, they gotta save the money, but they, they they make chips. you bite a ketchup chip. I'll make you bite a ketchup chip. Come on, have a rip there. Have a rip there, bud. Oh, uh, Oh God, it would probably have to be like a really old ketchup chip too, so it didn't shatter when you. Oh, yeah, it's been in the vending machine man. for six years. Oh, we, we do chips. have quite a few downloads we get every time from Canada. So that's I, okay. Number love, number love for. No, them. I know, but no, like, what, what, if, what if what if we try to cross the border next time, and they're like, "Oh, you think all Canadians talk like that, eh?" Oh, no, they wrap like, us up in the back room. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, we're from Minnesota, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, and then I'd be like, whoa, we got some fucking I think that's part of being Minnesotan and getting older. Sometimes you just let out a hard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it just slips out. No, I, I've been or, saying, oh, jeez, oh, a lot. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Like, without even thinking, like, if, it's just... If you really over. agree I didn't realize... Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize how often I say, oh, too. Oh. 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 All right. Oh. There's varying different degrees of ope, but it's all ope. Yeah. yeah, it's... Sometimes ooh. I say pasta. Pasta? Pasta? <laughs> yeah, pasta, maybe some pasties. At least I don't I wanna, say use, use guys. Really, yeah, use I guys. Do, I don't say that yet. East Coast thing. Uh, I want to do guys. the Lake Superior Circle tour, but we need to have some, en- some, some endurance to do that. What's Lake Superior Circle? Drive around the entire driving, entirety driving of Driving around the entire lake. How long does it take? If you were to do it straight, like 16 hours, but you're... Supposed to Easy do peasy. it over three days. How, how much of it have we done? Uh, about a third. I was going to say, yeah, probably a third. A third. Yeah, that way, and we covered some of the Wisconsin side last time when we went. Ba- basically, planning bit. it out so that you have time at each destination over three days. You would spend one day in the Thunder Bay-ish area. Like either that right. or like Nipigon or something like that. I'm sorry. Nipigon? N- Nipigon. Nipigon. We have to go to this place. Yeah, yeah we're going to have to stay at Nipigon. Uh, and then the second day, you would basically go the entirety of the, the north part of the lake. You end up in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, right before mm-hmm. you cross back into uh, America. America. And then the last day, you would go America. from... Um, well, if you want to do it over three days, you would go from Sault Ste. Marie to Duluth and then home in one day. But if you're planning it out like a normal human being, you would go from um, Sault Ste. Marie to Marquette, Michigan. I've always wanted to go to Marquette. It's I'm into Marquette. Yeah, man, is go there bullshit? during the go during the final. Is it bullshit. Done the yeah. NCAA tournament and they're kicking ass. I've always wanted to go to Marquette. There's a really nice um. Where the Uber? Cabin there. <gasps> I love cabins. Yeah. With the sauna. Well, I love saunas. Dude, that would probably do wonders for my my croup. I got the croup. You go to the family oh, sauna in Duluth. Do you like what? saunas? Yeah. Go to the family sauna in Duluth. It's a, it's a place Wait, you mean, can... I got a question, though. If you go into a sauna, just because of the way you are, are you going to go in your jeans? Yeah. Okay. Check it. I tried to have sex in a sauna once. It did not happen. It did not go No, well you're supposed well. to go in the sauna, 
get hot and heavy and then have sex on the bed outside of the sauna. That's what the that's what the family that's the or family sauna is cool for. Pool. You get a so you we, get a in the cool we, pool. We went into the sauna yeah. and I was getting apparently getting vibes that she was not giving off. Because we were alone in the sauna. There was, like, no one else around. She took her towel off, but I didn't get it. And, yeah. and I just fucking, like, unsheathed. <laughs> and I was rock hard. I'm like, nice. yeah, we're doing this. And she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? We're in a sauna. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. Sorry, miss. Steam and heat gets me fully erect. I'm sorry, I'm miss. like, I have, I I have terribly to. misjudged this situation. Did it not go down and she forced you to push it against the hot coals to have it go down? <laughs> Put this thing away! <laughs> it's the only way to put it no, down. No, dude. But that's why you have a When you get when you get embarrassed, I get fucking I deflate quickly. Yeah. Mr. B did that to someone on Snapchat once. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. It was on yeah. uh, it was on uh, chat yeah, roulette. Chat roulette. <laughs> why, why did yeah. why did that guy not just like next I, I think I he didn't want to lose. He didn't yeah. want to lose, and he was he, like, "No, I'm." He did. I'm, I'm fuck fucking in this. You know he did really, not know who he was going up against. You yeah. know what the really funny trend after all that stuff was? It was guys that would go on there, and uh, all you would see is their hand like under the frame of the webcam. Oh. And then it would, like, and it would go, and like they're like polishing a shoe or cleaning a dish. Cleaning yeah. a dish. Uh, There's a really great gif of like two guys who were doing the same yeah. thing, and then they, they both get it, and they're both fucking uh, doing it. Well, See, I do it, uh, I do it, but then they scroll down, and I'm cleaning my dick. You're yeah, cleaning no, you're, you're, you're yeah, cleaning your dick, dick, but then, then the dick. camera goes down further, and you're your fucking dick's naked. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you're holding the plate up. You're holding the plate on your back dick, yeah. Like, oh, I'm just innocent, and that's it. And there it is. That's called killing there two birds. It is. With your bird. Fucking. With your bird. Is bird. Just massive. Mm. Five, five inches. Massive five inches. Massive. That's a five inch we bird. Probably, absolutely. We probably shouldn't say that. That's, we probably shouldn't, but I'm going to now. Okay, I, I won't say names. But That's true. I have a, say names. I don't, we I don't have, know what you're talking about. We have a certain niece who is oh, okay. preparing to have sex for the first time with her boyfriend. And uh, she's very, very open about our it. Our family mom. is very, yeah, very yeah. open about stuff like that. And she said she w- she w- was she nervous was because is this the oldest or the middle one? Oldest. Okay. And she's like, he's really big, like five inches. <laughs> and we're like, oh, honey. Like, uh, oh, what? honey. <laughs> so but maybe, but she's just bad. maybe she's just bad at. Guesstimating, honey, Wrong. honey, sweet because child. Wrong. They, 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 they tried to have. Okay, they tried, to, they have tried sex. to have sex, but they bought magnums. They bought magnums, and they condoms, wouldn't stay on. And they didn't. Fit. So they stopped. Oh. But so they had to stop. She still thinks he's a massive. I was five like, inches. I want to know what Sam said. Sam probably fucking lost it. Probably, yeah. Knowing Sam, she probably lost it. Like, but it's her. It's her funny. fault. It's her fault funny. that the family's like that. So. Yeah. Maybe if she watched more porn, she would know. You're here first, folks. Don just told his niece to watch more porn. Yeah. Well, you know what? She means five inches is huge. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Jesus. I mean, when you're preparing to put one of those in your body for, for the first, first time, time, they probably all seem pretty to fucking fornicate. That's true. That's, that's, that's that, fair. You know what? That's, that's fair. fair. And they all look scary. That's fair. Oh yeah, that that ever changes. Don's is Krugery. Him and Channing Tatum. My dick is not. Yeah, Krugery. it's because it got pushed against the sauna. Sonicals. That didn't push against the sonicals. It did not get pushed against the sonicals. There was a high heel. Bro, sonicals. Would have been better. Your story penis was in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Dick like, a, like a like a flapjack. Yeah. 
She made a flapjack out of your dick with her heel? Yeah. Jesus. That's what he said? I think that's I think that's a fetish. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I think you could find someone is. on FetLife to do that to you. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Just meet up at the family sauna. I tell you. <laughs> what is the fucking... Okay, I told family you, the family sauna, sauna you, go, you pay like 10 bucks for two hours at the family sauna, and it's just a room with a bed and a sauna. That's all the rooms are. That's all it is. Where's this and at? Duluth. We, we go by it all the time. It's oh. up on the hill. When you go Main Street, you, one of the offshoots, you can see it on the right yeah, if you're like going down Main so Street. So it's more up way. by the mall. Yeah. By the mall. Um, but the guy who owns it is like this sweet man who clearly who clearly doesn't understand that it's used mm-hmm. for sex. How dirty this he is. Just, yeah. he, just, he just wanted to open the he's just a sweet. He's just a sweet man who thinks he's he's providing people with a, a, a nice sauna experience. Little do you know, he might be sweet, but he's got a camera in there. Oh, well, you know. It's like active. Shit happens. It's, a, it's like a gross, dingy looking place, too. Oh, God. Like, he probably inherited it. And it's like he's stuck with it now. Uh, my old granddad's fuck palace. <laughs> change it. Change the name of the family sauna. People won't think it's that weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And it just makes it weirder. I just gotta clean up this comfort. Granddad's fuck palace sounds like the band opening up for Crotch Dust. <laughs> granddad's fuck palace. Yeah. Crotch Dust. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of. Um, so is an- that a rap orgy? No, anti-fascist black metal. Have you guys heard about this scene? No. No, they, are they against the fascists? Yeah, anti-fascists. Anti-fascists. So the the oh, okay. there is you're, a type being of silly. A, a very like niche group of metal called NSBM, which stands for National Socialist Black Metal, like literally Nazi metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's been a resurgence in in bands like take they like we don't want metal to be associated with this. We're fucking taking it back from. This racist bullshit. Right. So they've they've been a lot. Hate breed. They've been they've been a lot of. Oh yeah. A lot of compilations that you can buy on Bandcamp that like thirty bands partake in, and all of the proceeds go to different charities like, um, the the Trevor Project or uh, Doctors Without Borders, that kind of thing. So it's like a really cool thing, and some of it is definitely way more extreme than I'm into, but some of it is like fucking really good shit. But they usually have really great names. And or really great song names. Um, my favorite so far is from a band called Gaylord. Okay. <laughs> the song is called Odin Doesn't Listen to NSBM, You Inbred Alt Right Shit Heels. There's a song called There's a song called Pile of Nazi uh, Pile of Nazi Skulls. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> It's like pile uh, of Nazi skulls. What is it? That's my second favorite pile of skulls. Sk- skinhead metalheads will be publicly hanged and openly shamed. Stuff like that. <laughs> my uh, my only concern is that uh, if I can just be devil's advocate, is that I consider anyone that disagree disagrees with them a Nazi. No, this is like literal Nazis. Like, NS- like people who, NSBM who is consider themselves national socialists. There's some socialists that say people like. Anywhere from like Ben Shapiro to Donald Trump is literal Hitler. No. Oh no, no yeah. These are like actual self identifying Nazis. They call themselves Nazis. Yes. They're actual right. skinheads who condone violence upon minorities. 
Not a good time uh, to bring Nazis back, I gotta say. No. no. Not good timing, Nazis. Um, but I, I need to tell you my favorite my favorite uh, band name. They're called Feminazgul. <laughs> Feminazgul. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> I am no man. <laughs> Feminazgul. I'm into it. I just wanted to share that. Cause so it's, it's an all-male group? It, it's, been, it's been sparking joy in me recently. As you grab your... Oops. I like I like things that spark joy. If you, if it doesn't spark joy, you thank it and you've you been let it tidying go. up your uh, metal. Yeah. I have. I did. I folded some of my some of my clothes. The tidy up boy. I didn't. Clarissa, I don't know if Clarissa's really joined that cult. Well, oh, she yeah. before the show, she had read the book a while back. You say cult? I call it a cult. It's not a cult. I know it's not nice. It's a, a cult. it's a Marie Kondo. Yeah. Did you watch the show? Yeah. I mean, she's not, it's like it's like it's basically like Property Brothers, but with like Rikondo is very attractive. But, uh, but the thing is, she's a, book, so we've been she's a weirdo through. because she like says you have to like thank. Like, yeah, thank that's where it gets a little hippie. Thank you your your clothes for providing for you. Yeah, but here's the thing: I I identify with that because I get like emotionally attached to objects. Like when we had to get yeah. rid of Whistler, like I that's almost true. cried. Yeah. And I, I was like 24 at the time. Like it's I, because I was Whistler a was a, Whistler was uh, he was like a dog. He was the goodest boy. Does that mean I get attached uh, to things? That's why I, I, I like the idea of before you throw something out, like thanking it, like thank you for for being in my life, but I don't need you anymore. So we got rid of like 30 percent of our DVD collection. Wow, saving fucking room, man. I think Marie Kondo. You said our closet emptied out too. Rather than rather than following the Sparks Joy rule, you just let say like. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan, throw that fucking no, shit out of there. But we're, when we were going through clothes, though, she was, you know, she, she read the book. She's, she was doing that a little bit. Every time I got rid of it, I was like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> just a, just a, just a, just a poke the bear. You poke bears? Yeah, seriously, you, oh, do you think Marie Kondo's seeing anybody? I don't know. I think Marie Kondo would fuck. What, what I have to, what, she's got like three would, kids. Would you, you know she. Would you have to get into a relationship with her translator, too? Because. No, you don't have universal language of love, Blair. That's true. That's true. But what if I want the translator in there to watch? My dick is What if I want the translator to watch? That, that's between you and her. You might have to pay her to watch or something. <laughs> let I think let the translator watch. I think if it sparked a joy, I got my plums. <laughs> you got rich bluey. Rich blue. Rich market. <laughs> better watch translator. Let the boy watch. Can you tell Maria? Can you translate? Lick my taint for me. I want to know what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't necessarily want her to do it, but I just want to. No, no. Hear. She's going to know what it tastes like. Feel it. Down in my plums. Nice bluish hue. They're going to mark it. Well, as long as we're. <laughs> as Anyways. As we're, uh, talking, talking about, about blue testicles. As long as we're talking testicles. about blue testes. Yeah. <laughs> Will Ferrell's blue testicles. And Blair banging Marie Kondo. Mm. Unless she's into it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're not a yeah, sicko. I'm not a sicko. Man, that, uh... Hashtag not my kind of Blair. Yeah. Well, let, let's be real. Hashtag out of my league. Well, yeah. Let's, How many let's episodes be real here. in that show are there? Like five eight, or six or six something or eight like that. Or something three like that. to four times every episode. Every time she shows up to the people's house, you have to hear her go, Hi! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a boner killer. That's a boner killer. I'll say magic for sex noises. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> She's just happy. Let her. Yeah, man. Yes. She just likes her job. She's happy Blair's inside her. 
Yeah. Inside of you. <laughs> All right, so who types someone is? Changing oh. gears a little bit here. What is um, that? What well, I love when you oh, me. Th- thanks, man. So appreciate that. Um, when I was younger, I used to really be into paranormal stuff. When we, when I was, when I was a kid, uh, I had a, a book. Um, that I still have called. It's Scary called Kids and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. No, this book is called The Unexplained, and it's by. Oh, I've heard that book author Jerome Clark and it's just a collection of strange spooky things that are allegedly true have they been explained broken up into some of them have been since then joke I was called unexplained okay well anyways (laughs) the the book is it's a big thick tome and I used to go through it all the time and there's a couple of it, there's a lot of illustrations like it shows you like eyewitness pictures and the stuff and like the like the chupacabra I still remember that picture got a badass goat sucker sucking on goat sucking on some goat yeah chupacabra it's the goat sucker el chupacabra but one of the pictures that really spooked me and I'm glad I wasn't alone because when Blair went through the book it immediately stood out to him as well is something that was called the Flatwoods Monster. Have you guys ever heard of this? Yes, and I've seen the famous picture with one of the guys who looks like Stephen King. You know the famous picture that they always show about it? The two guys that drew an illustration of it, that they said they saw it. There's two guys next to it, one of them looks like young Stephen King. There's... Yeah, but how many I'm looking guys? at this picture right now. Yeah, doesn't now. he look like a... This guy? No, this lady. That's a lady. I don't know. Doesn't kind of look like young Stephen King? <laughs> she does kind of have doesn't Stephen King's jaw. Not, not the hair, like but the glasses and the jawline. She does kind of have the Stephen she, King jaw. She does job. have a Stephen King. Not gonna lie, the images I've seen of that were bad quality, and I didn't see the hair, and so oh. I thought it was a dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, lady, and <laughs> you're probably dead. Okay. But that's fair. Black and white picture. Like, that okay, lady that looks like Stephen King? King. That's pretty cruel thing to say. I'm sorry, lady, and your family, if you're listening, because yeah, you uh, probably are. Kathleen May, I'm very sorry. You're probably no longer with us. But her family listens. Um, so the, yeah, the, I'm aware the, of the Flatwoods monster is. Um, I don't know. I guess what I had always kind of thought of it more as like a, like a cryptid, like a Bigfoot kind of like creature. But the more that I read about it, the more it seems like it's um, some sort of UFO type activity, because it was um, there was a, a U.S. Air Force response to it as far as coming down. And um, if you guys have ever heard of Project Blue Book, which is like the yeah, it's uh, Kelly's first website. Not the Kelly Blue Book. Um, <laughs> this is different. Uh, Project Blue Book is like a... The first adventure. I don't know if it's actually like verified as being a real thing, but Isn't it's... a show it's about a, that right now? Yeah, on the History Channel. With, with uh, what's his face? The dude. Oh, he's the dude from... Um, the company? No, he's uh, fucking... I was going to say, that's the name? Littlefinger? Yeah. I've seen oh, the commercial. Right. I've seen the commercials yeah. for that on uh, during like... I'm fast forward to yeah. commercials on Vikings. Yeah, that's that's called Blue Book too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's about. So Project Blue Book was a government operation in like the fifties and sixties to investigate flying saucers. Because that during that time period there was a lot of sightings of them, whatever. Uh, and this takes place uh, in the autumn of nineteen fifty two, so it was kind of right around that area. Um, so I'm just gonna read a little bit from this article. This is actually uh, serendipitously History.com. So, mm. um, just the website or the actual website that's fine. Of the channel. This that's is like the actual website of the History Channel. That's like when you're 11, 12 years old, you look for porn on the internet. Then, uh, the first time you go to porn. <laughs> porn. Porn.com. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would. Go to porn.gov. Porn. Uh, oh. porn.gov. 
That's like you, you guys remember it White House? White House. It was poorly yeah. photoshopped naked pictures of Condoleezza Rice. Oh my god! Nice. <laughs> I, I love shitty Photoshop pictures. This is so hilarious. Oh my god! Well, now some of them aren't shitty because they have the the deep fakes. Like but I like the ones, oh, yeah, the yeah, machine yeah, learning ones. But I like the ones that they're are not, really They're not as funny, though. No, they're not. They're yeah. not as funny. Or it's like, it's like the, the skin tones are like four shades right. different. Where it's like a white, like the white head's head. looking this way like and the body's white, this way. Right. White hilarious. person's head on a black body. Like, yeah. You're like, what wait, the what? fuck? Like, okay. like the she really tanned from the neck down. The, the jizz on the face is like not properly alpha channeled. So yeah, it's like it's just it's like, like a, a cock. For some reason, yeah. the cock is sticking out the cheek like six inches. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cursor got Who's away standing? from me. Who's standing? Yeah. Cursor got away from me. I don't know. I didn't want to fix it. Anyways, um, this is from the history channel. Rich blue hue. Um, so I'm gonna read a little bit from this article, and uh, I wanna I wanna know what you guys think about this. Okay. Uh, the Flatwood Monster, Flatwoods Monster, has not hissed at boys in the little village of Flatwoods, West Virginia, since September 12, 1952. People grin about it now and take monster souvenir money from hundreds of monster tourists every week. But it scared people back then, including the eyewitnesses. Six boys, aged 10 to 17, a dog and a mom. One of the boys... One of the boys peed his pants, said John Gibson, a high school freshman at the time who knew them all. Their dog, Ricky, ran with his tail between his legs. The encounter made the local and national news, scaring a wider swath of people. Then it prompted a U.S. Air Force UFO inquiry, part of a uh, inquiry, <coughs> part of a project called Project Blue Book that dispatched a handful of investigators around the country to look into such claims. Um... It also became a local legend, a southern spook, southern spook story. Whoa, whoa, oh my God! That's what the, uh, the, the art. Hashtag what, apology necessary. Uh, yeah. <sighs> that's how it's written. Uh, Hashtag I'm sorry. The story that defined the tiny village of less than 300 people for more than six decades. To this day, tourists come out of their way to Flatwoods, secluded in the low, timbered Appalachian hills of central West Virginia, to visit its monster museum. And buy green monster tchotchkes and t-shirts. I I, I pronounced that. Cr- I saw the word coming up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then oh, I was like, "Tchotchkes." That's what it is. It looks like like Saul Goodman steal some and sell them for I was like, "What kind of tzatziki sauce bullshit is this?" Tzatzikis. Tchotchkes. So you're probably asking yourself, "What what was it that they saw?" Well, let me get into that. Tchotchka. It was dusk when they saw it. The May brothers, Ed, 13, and Freddie, 12, had been playing in their schoolyard with their 10-year-old friend, Tommy Heyer. After noticing a pulsing red light streak across the sky and crash on a nearby farm, the three youngsters ran to grab the May boy's mother, then hightailed it up the hill to check out where the light had landed. A few other boys, one with a dog, showed up too. They ran back down in sheer and credible terror. Seven Braxton County residents on Saturday reported seeing a 10-foot Frankenstein-like monster in the hills above Flatwoods, a local newspaper reported afterward. A National Guard member, 17-year-old Gene Lemon, excellent name, Love Gene Lemon. was leading the group when he saw what appeared to be a bright, a pair of bright eyes Mr. in a tree. Mr. a new kind of lemon. 
Lemon screamed and fell backward, the news account said, when he saw a 10-foot monster with a blood-red body and a green face that seemed to glow. It may have had claws for hands. It was hard to tell because of the dense mist. The story made the local news and then got picked up by national radio and big papers all over the country, said Andrew Smith, who runs the Flatwood Monster Museum and Braxton County Convention Visitors Bureau. Oh, thank God. Uh, Mrs. May and the National Guard kid ended up going to New York. This is my favorite CBS, 70s detective said. show. <laughs> Mrs. May, Mrs. And, the May National and the National Guard, Guard kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, um, I'm sorry, continue. So fall the, 19. At this point, the article shows you a picture that is apparently to scale of what they saw, and it is fucking terrifying. It looks like a, It looks like a little pilgrim girl. It's got like a again? it's got like a dress yeah. and a shroud over its head, kind of shaped like a spade, like the like not like a shovel but like the the card suit spade. Kind of like a in a poorly drawn dick for dick person. Sure, yeah. and it's and then it's got a big Thomas the Tank Engine face. Yeah, With and eyes. it's got these claws and it's just disturbing. And when I saw the picture. I had never noticed, like, the picture that we saw was kind of focused on the, monster. on the monster. It didn't have the part that showed the person next to him. I didn't realize how big it was. So yeah. it looked like a little pilgrim girl, and we thought it was, like, this little creature. But it's fucking mammoth. It's apparently ten feet tall. Like, it's huge. And it's just floating with its dress and its weird shroud. I've also Ugh. seen it. Uh, I've seen some pictures of it with wings, too. Like oh. It, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the creeper. Like, it, it's wearing, a, like clothes and when it takes them off it has wings right. it's fucking creepy I, i'm gonna put a link in the in the uh the notes for the show that has a link to this article so you guys can go take speaking a look at it if you haven't a, seen it on a side note while i'm here speaking of something creepy i was just quick getting going through an uh, email mm-hmm. from rolling stone like news article or whatever you remember mm-hmm. uh that next nexium or whatever that cult thing with like uh the one yeah, actress yeah, yeah, from smallville who was oh the yeah. leader guy in case people want to look this up named keith rainier this is about him being charged with possession of child pornography. Oh, fuck. Look at this sad sack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I wish the Flatwood Monster uh, would deal with him. So in case people want to know what he looks like, just Keith Rainier. R-A-N-I-E-R-E. Look at he Got it. Really. Dueling lazy eyes. One's lazy going down, and there was lazy going up. And like slack job. He looks like. Sorry, the, I, just, I just came across that, and you mentioned it looked really creepy. And he looks like the the pedophile pharmacist from it. Oh God! So he looks like kind of creepy, <laughs> creepy Adam West. Creepy Adam West, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry for that tangent. Just talk about creepy. No, no, you're, you're that is you're creepy. Fine. Yeah. Kind of our duty to talk about creepy. Well, I mean, Indeed. I interrupted his Flatwoods monster to talk about this creepo. You did. That's Anyone who's seen the Flatwoods monster say yeah. Yeah. yeah! Could be a guess just, guess just Blair and I. Anyways. And, and female Stephen King. <laughs> uh, Flatwoods Monster. So, back back to this. Yeah, yeah. Man, do it. Blair, apologize for breaking this. So it says, those people were the most scared people I've ever seen, said local newspaper publisher A. Lee Stewart in the 1952 news story. Stewart himself had marched up that hill with a shotgun after witnesses told what they saw. People don't make up that kind of story that quickly, Stewart said then. Others doubted. State police laughed off the reports as hysteria, the newspaper story said. 
They said the so-called monster had grown from 7 to 17 feet in just 24 hours. Gibson doubted too, though he's since sold 1,000 of his 12-inch tall ceramic green monster figurines in the, just the last two years. Mm. $30 a piece, by the way. I actually might want to get wow. those. Those are pretty cute. Um, I don't believe in the Easter Bunny, says Gibson, an insurance agent still working at 81. I don't believe in Santa, and I really don't believe in the Flatwoods monster, but I do want to boost our community. Why did he turn into a... Oh, uh, community. Because he's an 81-year-old Appalachian uh, insurance <laughs> Appalachian. 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 Um, but rattled eyewitnesses weren't the only reason the story took off. Americans were truly frightened in 1952, made anxious by atomic bombs in what seemed like a new world made by mad scientists. Even Life magazine, probably the most popular publication in the nation at the time, had just a few months earlier published a seemingly credible trend story about flying saucers. Spook stories sprout best when the seeds land in a bed fertile with anxiety, and that was 1952 Cold War America, a hothouse of anger, disillusionment, and anxieties, made to order for conspiracy theorists, political demagogues, and tellers of suspenseful tales. The May Brothers monster story uh, hit just three years after the Soviet Union successfully tested an atomic bomb in 1949. The Air Force was scanning for bombers over our skies. Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were awaiting execution for sending American nuclear weapon designs to the Soviets, selling hellfire to our mortal enemies. A political demagogue, Senator Joseph McCarthy of Minnesota, ugh, asshole, had spent the previous two years stoking fears that communists had infiltrated not only the U.S. Department of State, but almost every industry and corner of the nation. And communists had killed thousands of American soldiers in Korea by 1952, including four youngsters, 21 or younger, from Braxton County, West Virginia, who died just months before the monster landed. One of those killed in action, uh, U.S. Marine Private First Class Landry R. Frame, age 20, had grown up in Sutton, only six miles from the Mayboys in Flatwoods. Into that fertile American atmosphere of fear and death and demagoguery, life dropped a bombshell headline. That's my new favorite word. By have way. we visitors mm -hmm. from space? Have we? I don't know. Have we? The, Air Force, <laughs> the Air Force is now ready to concede that many saucers and fireball sightings still defy explanation, life summary headline said. Life offers some scientific evidence that there is a real case for interplanetary saucers. The story... Filled with seemingly credible accounts, and this is credible in quotes, well, like including seemingly, in, oh shit, including from eyewitnesses, uh, including from eyewitness Air Force pilots, appeared in April 1952, just five months before Ed and Freddie May. Freddie May. It's like Freddie Mercury. It's like Sally May's May. uncle. They, Freddie Mercury. Freddie May is is. Oh, Brian Finish May and that. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that's why. That's why he, he got met. us there a lot oh, faster. Shit. And they fucked. Uh, right. Shit, that's awesome. Just five months before Ed and Freddie <laughs> climbed that hilltop. <laughs> um, how do these stories gain credence? It's not that's necessarily that millions believe in UFOs, says behavioral psychologist Clay Routledge. <clears throat> Many UFO devotees usually don't believe, he says, but they are seduced by the story. Why? There's hope that we are not just insignificant organisms walking around aimlessly on a rock floating in space, says Routledge who has studied brain science, UFO beliefs, and culture. There's a hope that we're part of something bigger. Call it cosmic loneliness. That may be, but if the May brothers are familiar with that phrase, they are probably rolling their eyes. Freddie and Ed are still alive and still standing by their story. 
They're in their late 70s now. They are no longer talking to reporters. They got tired after 100,000 interviews, Smith said. But the brothers did appear in a recent documentary about the Flatwoods Phantom. It's a phantom now, apparently. Uh, in the video trailer teasing to that show... Uh, in the video trailer te tease... <clears throat> That's worded oddly, sorry. In the video trailer teasing to that show, Freddy looks calmly into the camera. As far as for myself, he says, it doesn't matter to me whether people believe or don't believe. <laughs> your voice keeps changing halfway through your... your... I know. You can't I, pick well, an accent. I, I can't do accents. But you can't pick one. Pick one, stick one. Pick one writer stick who stoked the story a lot was Gray Barker, a Braxton County native who investigated the monster and then became one of the more prominent UFO mythmakers ever. It was Barker who wrote about Flatwoods, then introduced the mythology of government men in black after he heard that two Air Force investigators had reportedly shown up in Flatwoods posing as magazine writers. But Barker's friends uh, later said he didn't believe and did the UFO writings cheerfully and for money. To this day, locals still wonder. Uh, the universe is a mighty big place, says Joan Bias. Joan Bias? Joan Bias. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's literally Bias. A news editor. <laughs> That's a horrible name for a... Joan Bias, news editor at a local newspaper. I can't imagine we might be alone in it, though I'm a Baptist, so maybe I shouldn't say that. There are fewer than 300 people in Flatwoods. Uh, there were fewer, excuse me, fewer than 300 people in Flatwoods in 1952, and a few less than that now. Oh, wow, okay. You could say the local embrace of the monster was a little slow going, Smith says. The U.S. Air Force doubted, too. They later revealed that they'd done UFO research and investigation since 1947, collecting thousands of stories, investigating some with a skeleton staff. About this one, they concluded that bright but common meteors had streaked across the eastern U.S. at dusk that night, seen by many in Baltimore, among other places. And the monster with the claw-like arms? Likely an owl, they say. Even if it's just unproven folklore, the tourists wow. seemed to keep coming, so locals did the... Did, um, so locals did that most earthling of things. They made bumper stickers, shot glasses, and giant monster-shaped chairs the whole family could get into yeah. and had their picture taken while sitting in the monster's scary embracing arms. They what? created the Monster Museum. They put up signs on highways, home of the green monster. I mean, why not? Let's go cash in. I... Owls don't get that big. You don't know what? Appalachian? You don't know what those Appalachian, Appalachian owls? owls? <laughs> We're, we're, almost, we're almost done with this article, but I have something to say about owls, okay? Okay. Um, we the Appalachians. The people learned to their surprise that, uh, that people wanted to hand them money. From spring to fall, peak tourist season, hundreds of people a week stop into the spot uh, Flatwoods Ice Cream and Sandwich Eatery. They eat there. the Flatwoods Monster Burger, double burger, double cheese, and look at the historic monster photos and news clippings hanging on the wall. The museum has artifacts, including a chunk of the oak tree that the monster had floated out from behind. And so the Flatwoods Monster, also yes. known as the Green Monster, <laughs> also known Whoa! as the Flatwoods. Whoa! Hashtag Boston had it first. I don't know the, the dates when oh. Fenway Park was built. <clears throat> also known as the Phantom of Flatwoods, who was Fenway reportedly Park's 7 feet old. tall, or 10 feet tall, or 13 feet tall, or 17 feet tall, became the most peculiar American invention, a legend emblazoned on t-shirts. If you know how I could get a 26-foot fiberglass green monster statue made for Flatwoods, let me know, Gibson said. That would be a big draw, don't you think? Mm. I'm so, sure you could get it what? done. You could pay someone a... Fuck. You so th this article like obviously is is like um 
taking kind of the stance that it's you know misidentified stuff. It's poking fun at it. It's, it's what, I, what I do. Some fun. What I do like is that what I've read and seen some pictures is way better than I mean. Obviously, since there's photos, photography was a thing, but it's not like everybody saw every photo that was taken. So people didn't see it, but a lot of the people who swore they saw it. You know, and there's a good chance they didn't see the other images that the people drew. They all the drawings seemed they were always a little different. They were pretty, but similar. they all had the general, yeah, you know, dick shape with the general dick, general dick, dick shape, shape with the face and with the face and the claws. Yeah, into anything, any anyway, much thing about owls. Um, so Sorry. in in UFO lore, owls are pretty important because they're they gray. are no, they're not gray. They're um, they're gray what. Now what the extraterrestrials use most commonly as a screen memory. So what a screen memory is, is when an alien takes you to do whatever it's going to do with you, whether it's good or bad, mm. um, they don't want you to remember what happens. So they wipe that part of your memory and they replace it with something else called a screen memory. And um, one of the things that apparently they use most often is an owl. So you'll have a, a memory in your head of like a, there being a big owl in your yard, like a man-sized owl in your yard, and you'll be like, I don't know why I have this memory, it's but like I awesome have this name for a band. I have man-sized this man-sized owl. owl. I have this memory of of an owl, and a lot of UFO um, contactees or, or abductees have that common kind of memory of an owl. So it's actually kind of interesting that they they say. They think it was a misidentified yeah. owl. That's actually Owl City's new metal band, Man Sized Owl. Man Sized Owl. Dude. He's gotten over his gorephobia. I was going to say, would you rather fight an owl sized man or a hundred man sized owls? Oh my that, God. All I know is. That's lose lose. All I know is, hello Seattle, I am a parking lot. Mm. <laughs> hello Seattle, I am a parking lot. <laughs> Didn't we actually determine what the real lyrics yeah, were? Yeah, no, but that's just what I always go with. because that's, that's the funny version. That's the fun version for me. Yeah. <laughs> what parking lot? Yeah, I don't remember what Isn't he actually saying. from Owatonna? Yeah, it's Owl City. It's yeah. Owatonna, Minnesota. Yeah. They're probably flooded right now. Probably. Probably yeah. could be in his All I remember about Owatonna is that there was fucking windmills everywhere. Well, yeah, Windmill City. Owl City. Owls fly in the wind. Windmills. Windmills. Owl, Owl City. Windmills. What? Yeah, like Don't you get it? Are you, you fucking you, nuts? You brainwashed fool. Owls fly on the wind. wind. Open wind your mills. eyes, sheeple. Flat Earth confirmed, too? <laughs> no, no, that's, that? no, no, that's oh. ridiculous. <laughs> Hashtag my Earth is round. <laughs> Hashtag fuck you. Hashtag, hashtag not my earth. Hashtag, I don't know why I keep saying hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag. Because hashtags are funny. Yeah, that's okay. true. So, um, do you guys have any any thoughts about the Flatwoods monster? you think it's a bunch of bunk? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a Hold bunk. On. I think people saw something favor. that was maybe an owl or just an odd-shaped tree Google, or bush. Google and, Flatwoods yeah. monster wings. I want to see if I can find this picture that I was thinking of. Oh, you do that. I'm gonna, What's the name of that owl city song? Hello, Seattle. Is, I am a parking is, it, is it called Hello, Seattle? Yeah, it's called Hello, Seattle, and then in parentheses, I am a parking lot. I am a parking lot. <laughs> I didn't know it was actually called Hello, oh, Seattle. What the fuck? Everybody knew that. Oh, that, that's the Mothman cradling the Ew, Flatwoods monster. Okay, that's not what it was. Um, ew, God, it's ripped. Oh, that one. Okay, those aren't wings. That's like steam coming out oh, of holes in it. Maybe that's maybe it was just an old picture I saw, but. 
that's, so I mean, that's, that's the moth, moth man. man. I didn't know this. Apparently, he says that line like six times in the song. And mine, wings on you know, one. I think mine, uh, mine isn't far off. Let me tell. He goes, yeah. He goes, hello Seattle, I am a mountaineer. And then he what? Says, hello Seattle, I am a manta ray. Yes. Hello Seattle, I am the crescent moon. Is there then, no mess with Hello Seattle, I am a cold seahorse. <laughs> hello funny. Seattle, I am an albatross. That, hello Seattle, I am an old lighthouse. And then one more time, oh hello Seattle, I am a mountaineer. So I so mean, mine is just so much as, dumber. Mine is just as relevant. Well, was as there any Seattle, mention of a parking lot? Or I am Everybody parking. knows cold seahorses are directly related to parking what? lots. I am a cold seahorse. Oh yes, right here, right here. This is the the chair you can sit in. Let me see. Oh cool. I, okay, nope. There is. Let me let me read the more. I was kept looking for the hello the Seattle part. The very first section of, uh, okay, of the very first verse. Of the Mothman, Ready? Hello, Seattle. I am a mountaineer. In the hills and highlands, I fall asleep in hospital parking lots. Okay. And oh. awake in your mouth. Wow! wow. And, awake, and awake in your mouth. <laughs> I awoke in someone's <laughs> mouth once. It was pretty awesome. Who's Hello, in my Seattle. Mouth? I'm a manta ray. Deep beneath the blue waves, I'll crawl the sandy bottom. Okay, of Mr. Bates. We don't yeah, have to we, do yeah. all the lyrics. Fucking hello, Seattle. I am a parking lot. It's just better. It's, it's, I, 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 mean, I, I would say it's less ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Or, I'm gonna go ahead or, and say it is better. Or it's just as ridiculous. Yeah. Hello, Seattle. I am an old lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Seattle. I am a cold seahorse. <laughs> what the fuck, Owl City? Oh, that's that's good. Minnesota's own. Um. So. The, uh, another creaking. thing I wanted to go I... over real quick is, um, are you guys familiar with the lead mask case? No. Does it anything have to do with windmills no. and owls? Windmills. Uh, I think it might have to do with UFOs, horses. maybe. Leonardo but... DiCaprio and the Iron Mask. So oh, I want to, I want to, I want to see if you guys think this is as fucked up as I do. Now, um, full disclosure here: this takes place in uh, Brazil. And there's going to be some names that I'm likely going to fucking butcher. So Ab- I, like, like Appalachian or what? How do you say? Appalachian. That's how you say it, fucker. No, it's Appalachian. Fucker. It's Appalachian. I hate you. <laughs> the ap- what are the mountains called? The Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian. <laughs> Uh, I, you you, you say, got that all catty kitty wampus. <laughs> yeah, catty fu- kitty wampus. You fucked up, puppy. On Anyways. <laughs> So there's going to be some names I'm Desert. probably going to mispronounce, and I apologize for that. Um, it's okay, guys. Hashtag he's dumb. This is about a, a pair of strange deaths that occurred in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil in 1966. To this day, the deaths of two men found under what can only be described as unique circumstances have yet to be explained. In fact, it's still unclear whether the deaths were self-inflicted, worthy of a pair of Darwin Awards, or murder. The deaths are odd enough, given the two relatively healthy middle-aged men just up and died together, but there was also a handful of objects um, with the men that made the case even more confusing and led to its popular name. The Lead Masks Case. Masks. Masks. Lead Masks Case. Words are hard. On August 17th, 1966, two electronics repairmen from Campos dos (laughs) Goitacazes? You weren't wrong. Left town saying they were going to buy supplies for work and for a car. 
They allegedly had the money uh, for a vehicle with them. The men, Miguel Jose Viana and Manuel Piera de Cruz, later stopped at a bar to get a bottle of water. It's a weird thing to get at a bar, but whatever. Teach their own, man. The bartender later said that Miguel appeared to be in a hurry as he was frequently checking his watch. That was the last anyone saw of the pair alive. Three days later, Jorge de Costa Salves found the bodies of the two men on Vintum Hill in Rio de Janeiro. Naturally, he alerted the police who conducted an investigation. Sorry. You said you were going to mess up words, and I get it with a... When you say conducted, you always give me shit when I miss up words. You say conducted, so I got a, I got a chuckle. Got him. Oh. I get the name. They, they can chip dusted in investigations. <laughs> now I'm the asshole. All right. So they ascertained the last known whereabouts of the men and discovered the miscellaneous items that represent their last moments alive. Both men were dressed in suits and wearing waterproof coats. They both had lead eye masks with no holes, such as one would wear to protect from radiation. There was an empty water bottle, two towels, and a notebook. The notebook confused the case even further. It contained a few notes in Portuguese. Translated, translated, they read, 1630, be at agreed place. 1830, swallow capsules. After effect, protect metals. Await for mask signal. The money for a car was not found. None of these items present any answers. They only pose more questions. So first, the suits. They suggest the men were meeting someone. However, without knowing their usual attire, it's hard to say for sure. The lead masks. They suggest that the men were expecting radioactivity. The problem is that no radiation was detected at the site. Um, there is the possibility that Vintum Hill was not the agreed place and that the men needed the masks elsewhere, although they were wearing them. So I already got a theory. Uh, the towels and jackets. Uh, they indicate the men were expecting moisture. They simply, There simply is no explanation for this. There were claims that UFOs were seen in the area on the 17th. Um, and it does, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy does mention that towels are essential for space travel. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the guide was not published until 10 years after this incident. Um, the water bottle, it says this one's easy. They were supposed to return the bottle to the bar. They drank it, but it seems they were unable to return it. The notes. Herein lies the biggest mystery. Who were they meeting at the arranged place? Were they meeting a person or hoping for an event? Was Vintum Hill the arranged place? We have no way of knowing. Then there are the capsules. Most sources say toxicology turned up nothing because the organs were not preserved. Therefore, we don't know if the men took capsules, if the men took the capsules or what they contained. To be literal, we're not even sure if the, uh, if the notes refer to that day, though at least that seems likely. Protect the metals may refer to some metals they were meeting to get rid of. Wait for mask signal obviously means they were waiting for someone to tell them to put on the masks. One explanation is that the men were meeting someone for a clandestine deal involving radioactive material. However, um, that would not explain the capsule mentions, the towels, or the jackets. Another explanation is that they were conducting an experiment, but there's no evidence of an experiment leading to their death, such as materials for said experiment. They may have been duped, murdered, and dumped on the hill, um, but there was no evidence of violence or injuries. Um, possibly, they could have been waiting for some sort of intergalactic ride. Whoa. Mr. B, you said you had a theory. What was what was your theory? Well, you're honest. It was a jokey theory, but I'll, I'll preface that. Is what if they had the uh, the metal over their eyes? 
what if they were just trying to fucking pull a fast one on the ferryman to cross the river sticks, thinking they were gold, they were coins. The joke's on you, it's just regular metal. Idiots. No, the, the yeah. lead masks are like, they're like the mask you put over your eyes to try and sleep, but there's lead in them. They're lead-lined. Like, Well, the ferryman might be real dumb. The ferryman could be real How dumb. How does just protecting your eyes protect you from radiation? I don't know. That fucking baffles me. It, it, yeah. it, keyword there, Blair? It doesn't. Everything oh, about everything about know. this fucking baffles me. Can, I mean, just imagine the scene. Imagine, like, hiking in the hills and seeing two well-dressed, healthy-looking young men... Dead. dead with lead mass over their eyes with fucking weird mumbo jumbo written in a note. Now I kind of want to start something. I want to build a dummy, dress them like that, put the mask on, and just kind of leave them on hiking trails, you know, a couple know blocks away mumbo. here. I know Mr. B knows some jumbo. We can make it happen. We got it fucking done. Bring some gumbo for lunch. Ooh, I'm going to put you in the gumbo. Is that a reference oh, to yeah. Jumbos, the strip club with the clown theme? Oh. You should still go to Jumbos. We'd have to go to fucking California for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So. California. California. Wanna get a lap dance from a clown, Don? <laughs> no side of party. I'm taking, the it, I'm taking it from the complete lack of banter that you guys did not find that nearly as interesting no, as No, that's I fucking did. weird. It's so weird, I, but... I, to me, I just kept picturing Anthony Mackie and Matt Damon in that uh, adjustment bureau, but, wearing, but then wearing raincoats and... Uh, Falcon glasses. What so was Anthony that movie Mackie. about? It was basically like. What are you talking about? The adjustment bureau. They were like observers, but like... then they were trying to keep their. They basically, I think they, I think they're hinting that they were angels or like guardian angels, kind of. But they they kind of watch over the world and they they kind of want it to everything to go a certain way and mm-hmm. like the way they see it. They're not those. These couple wasn't supposed to be together. And fucking these two are like mm, they, they, like they love they love each show. other like, and that they were they were rogue agents kind of and they were trying to or one of them was I can't remember which one was trying to work against the other agents to it wasn't that great yeah that sounds pretty lame. I mean you got my, you got Emily Blunt though no. so my out there theory about this um, the article seems and the the common um, theories is that when the notebook says. After effect, yeah. protect metals, wait for mask signal. For mask. That that meant the signal to put on the mask. Yeah. I, I'm thinking what if what if that was what the lead was for? Maybe they were receiving a signal through the lead mask. Through the lead mask. Yeah, they put the mask like on some sort of for a signal. To... Psychic signal or something like that. Maybe it was yeah. some cult shit. I mean the swallow capsules is That's my the capsules of what? Cult, cult shit. Uh, I feel my favorite missed that? Yeah, no, they don't know what the capsules were. They didn't find any capsules, and, so like they, and their organs oil. weren't preserved mm-hmm. in a way Call that it. let them do Legalize proper it. toxicology, at least <laughs> from that time. So um, they don't know if they did take capsules, but if they did, obviously they could be poison. Might which have is been what killed them. Which is why they were dead with no signs of violence. Um, or maybe the signal was fucking some sort of azathoth signal that fucking overloaded their brain and... They put on the mask, saw some shit, and died. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite part is the addition of the raincoat just over the suit. The addition of the raincoat. Yeah. There's that just, no no fucking like, reason like, for like it. it. There's no moisture or anything. Interesting. I don't weird. know. I, I thought I thought it's it was a weird. Interesting. Point. Yeah. I bet that's culty stuff. Yeah. It seems like it. it seems, when was that? 1966. 1966. That's some like fucking XCOM, the bureau shit. Compost dos. Goitakazes. Huh. I never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was that was pretty spooky. Yeah. 
I like their look. The cut of their jib. They're they're yeah. sharp. People don't die dudes. horribly in that game, do they? Sharp looking men. Mm. What game? XCOM. They don't die horribly via alien in that game, do they? Oh, they do, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Aliens die pretty hard too. Yeah. You blow those fuckers right back to where they came from. Yeah. What if they're nice fuckers? They're not. They're evil little shits. I'm not, yeah. not saying the game. I'm just saying real life. Oh, in real life, I'm sure they're. If aliens exist and they know about us, then they have to be nice because they would have already killed us. What if the owls? I would. They put their memories. What if that's not? What if we just interpreted what they look like all wrong? What if they actually look like owls? If they're actually Birdman, that'd be cool. Yeah, or Cold Seahorse. Well, the, the Mothman <laughs> looks cold like a moth, seahorse. which looks kind of like an owl. Right. That's cool. That is cool. Like, the Mothman was reportedly seen on the 35W bridge mm-hmm. the day before it collapsed 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. He was also on that bridge the day before it collapsed? This guy. This guy. Yeah. Although I was driving, I wasn't standing like the Mothman. Oh, he was the Mothman? No, I wasn't. No, the Mothman was busting. <laughs> Much the tower. To, to, to let down all kinds of internet rumors, I am not the Mothman. You're not the Mothman. I am not the seer of destruction and uh, devastation. See, it's no weird because you say that, but all I can think is you are most definitely the Mothman. <laughs> Hashtag never the same. Hashtag never Mothman. the same place at the same time. So um, whatever. Mr. B Mothman confirmed. Hashtag. Yeah, I, <sighs> I mean, if it's a burden, I must bear. Well, Sometimes you gotta be the Mothman. Does anyone? I did have an idea for an anthology TV show called The Mothman Chronicles, where each one was just a story about. Wasn't that the you? Master. You? Yeah, it was an autobiography. Yeah. Sorry. Wasn't there? Wasn't there something called the? There was a there was Mothman, a Mothman, Mothman prophecy. Diary. Oh, prophecies. Prophecy, that's yeah. what it was. Like, well, that was just a movie. Yeah. It's an anthology show, Blair. I'm sorry. I, that, Big difference. I was Big difference. Mothman prophecy is like the the book. I think it's John Keel that wrote it. Is like fucking really good like that dude is does does his fucking research hell yeah um the movie uh, no he uh, doesn't i would know the movie obviously is like a hollywoodization of it but the the book is kevin coster or something like that richard gear gear someone around there Captain Gerbil Butt himself. Captain Gerbil Butt i believe i believe he's dr Gerbil Butt now that's true md was he in that movie like Dr. Z and his women or whatever? Oh, um. What? Or something like that. It's basically a doctor with like doctor six something girlfriends. And, like the little women or something. And the like women that, are, or, and his women or something. He's got like, he's a doctor his, yeah. and he's got like four wives or girlfriends or something like that. Yeah. I think Richard Gere was in it. Mm-hmm. Like recently? I know. It was probably like over a decade ago. It's probably. I may be wrong. Maybe it's Mr. or something. Probably not. Mr. Let's just go to Mr. Belvedere and his am, women. Let's go to IMDb. IMDb. Speaking of IMDb, I just pulled it up and it had something for um, for Jordan Peele's Us. Mm, I want to see that. That's I want to cool. see it too. I hear it's really good. And, um, but I got a theory because that comes out next week, which is, you know, a little over five months before It Chapter 2 is supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. So I got a feeling we might get the It Chapter 2 trailer attached to it. Ooh. That would make that would make Who sense. Fucking cares. I care. I would okay. think they'd show it for well, they probably uh, would, Pet but... Cemetery. Oh yeah, that's coming out too, isn't it? Uh, too. But that doesn't look that good. I think it looks fine. I think it looks pretty decent. Lift, well, I think that they. Down? I think the fact that they hashtag spoiler alert. The fact that I mean, if you know the story, you've seen the original, you know about it. But I think that they gave away that they switched up the boy for the girl in the trailer. Oh yeah. Because it would have been better twist if like you're expecting Gage to die and then all of a sudden. It's the daughter. Oh, but the so fact the that they give it away in the trailer, I was like, that's kind of 
I think weird. it's a dumb choice. Just yeah. let it be a surprise. That's fair, later. yeah. Well, it doesn't look that bad. I mean, Lithgow. Lithgow. If anyone's going to replace Herman Munster, it's going to be Lithgow. It's true. Sometimes <laughs> I do kind of like the parade, the parade of the poster with the parade of the dead of kids and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like the the like the way the it looks like they move in the trailer when it's like crawling and it's like backbones are like co- like being distorted as it's walking and shit. Mm-hmm. It seems like it'll be cool. Yeah, Mothman <laughs> Prophecies gear. Doctor T and the women. Doctor T and the women. What okay, year was that? Two thousand. Wow. Two thousand. Fucking almost. A wealthy gynecologist ideal life is thrown into turmoil when the women closest to him begin to affect his life in unexpected ways. Richard Gear. A Robert Altman film, also starring Helen Hunt, Farrah Fawcett, the great Laura Dern, <laughs> Shelley Long. Tara Reed, Kate Hudson, and Liv Tyler. What a list of those are some, and the, those women. Are some women. That's the, yeah. the women. Those are some those women. Are the, women. That's where the budget went. That's a cavalcade of stars. Yeah. And Tara Reed. <laughs> <laughs> the budget went to Tara Reed. Got her. This was back in the day when she still had that American pie money. Yeah. yeah. Huge Coke problem. <laughs> Before so she had shit, that Sharknado yeah. money. The Sharknado money, yeah. All right, well, does anyone have any any final thoughts before we wrap this show up? Mr. B is Mothman. 